everyone and welcome to the Geek Digest podcast, a podcast where we talk about all things geek culture, movies, video games, television, and mostly video games. My name is Victoria. My name is Zaphod. And today we are talking about a whole bunch of stuff, including the following. I needed to pull it up on my browser. Um, we are going to be talking about a bunch of announcements that came out for the Game Awards this week. Then we're going to be talking about some casting for a series that pretty much everyone is excited about star wars um it's star wars exactly um we're also going to be talking about a new edition in the mario series that a lot of people have been looking forward to and then we're going to briefly touch on a bioware game that is biting the dust but should it be who really knows Let's get started with the Game Awards. A lot of stuff happened with the Game Awards. If you guys were paying attention this week, you will know that pretty much every day this week, I think, <laughs> Zay is so excited. He has no chill about this. Every day this week, they made some announcements, and there were kind of two standout announcements. Um, we're going to talk about them in the order with which they came out, and Zay is going to tell you... It's Tony Hawk! One of them. It's, it's, it's Tony, Tony Hawk! Hawk. <laughs> it's Tony Hawk! <laughs> it's just so... <laughs> they're doing a remaster of Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2, and uh, it was really funny because, like, Zay sent me the link to the stream, and he was like... They're playing the Tony Hawk Pro Skater soundtrack, Victoria. It's got to be Tony Hawk Pro Skater. And I'm sitting here like, I don't remember the Tony Hawk Pro Skater soundtrack. <laughs> like, but okay, you know, this was me last week with Mass Effect. I respect that. And then 11 o'clock hit, and it was a remaster of Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. Tell us a little bit about it, Zay. I when just, does it come out? What's the sit? I lost my shit when it happened. He lost it. It was he like... He lost it. If, by the way, these are all part of the, the rebranded because the game awards is no longer the rebranded yeah exactly summer games fest which yeah at this point is kind of taking over as the spiritual successor for e3 i was um, gonna say it's definitely the spiritual successor for e3 at this point because fucking lord only knows what's gonna be happening with e3 at this point yeah i mean i think nintendo is still gonna do their thing and sony seems to be dropping these days of play type announcements yeah or state of play um but yeah. You know what? I couldn't tell the difference. You said days of play. I would have bought it if you didn't fix it. It's all good, you know? I, it's good. Um, it's all just releasing info about the PS5 at this point. It's very true. Uh, if they do. Tony Hawk Pro Skater, by the way. Yes. I could not be more fucking excited about this. I know. I'm so excited it's, for you. Oh, my God. Like, I, I was in the bedroom watching the announcement. Lauren was out <laughs> working, and I actually fucking screamed. Like, I actually, like, was sitting there, and I went, ha! Ah! Lawrence, like, did she runs did, in like, she's like did you lose all our money what just happened is it okay is everything all right like, no, <laughs> yeah like no everything is not fine i have no Tony chill Hawk. right now not a shred of chill it's like i summoned you on my tuesday stream as well yeah seriously i like mentioned tony hawk pro skater and you like, were like hello what up? hello you hello? mentioned you mentioned me is somebody there talking about tony hawk because i would like to continue to discuss this <laughs> exactly i um, mean like this is a huge thing mm -hmm. and like you and i had a conversation about it the day that they announced it and we've had conversations about this on the podcast before and it's how nostalgia is such a big factor nowadays in terms of selling things we even talked about it last week i mean like mass effect is only a 13 year old game 
And here I am already like being nostalgic for it, mm-hmm. right? And wanting an, an, a new version of it to come out. I can't even imagine. Or like Super Mario Sunshine, mm-hmm. right? Or, you know, the issues with Warcraft 3. There are all of these companies that are playing on the 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 want that people have for nostalgia. And given the way that this game looks so far, they're absolutely gonna fucking crush it. What like they're gonna nail it. It's it's such an easy win. It looks so good. It's such an easy it's win. It's such an easy win. I mean, like, all they have to do is, I mean, not like I'm minimizing the amount of work, but like Updated yeah. graphics give us yeah. some online play, in which they've yeah. already announced they're gonna do. It's first Have of all, they? it's yeah, there there's oh, gonna be online co-op and uh and local co-op, which wait. is kind of a thing that's wait. So you're telling me yes. that we could stream Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 together? Yes, we absolutely fucking can. Oh my fucking god. Yes, we absolutely can. That's pretty baller mm-hmm. if I do say so myself. They they're adding some other cool features like like if you remember the the revert move wasn't available in 1 or 2. It started to come out in 3, which allowed you to string really long combos together. Um mm-hmm. that's Which was like the most fun part of. Exactly. Like, that's like that's the whole point. Um yeah. it's going to be in 1 and 2 now. There's also oh, yeah. the uh, but That's a huge win. That's a huge they win. They already won over everyone oh, just yeah. with that. Well, and then the biggest one out of all of that is the part creator is uh is coming to Tony Hawk 1 and 2. So you can mm. create your own parks and share them online <laughs> with your friends. So it's going to be like Mario Maker but skating. Exactly. But it's is what I'm hearing. It's even more feature rich than the original mm-hmm. part creator was because you can like twist up a rail that however you want to it's not going to be limited to the feature like they're going to have wow. announced sculpting features and this is oh shit this is all being developed by the same uh dev company i think they're called Vi- vicarious visions um yeah. that did the uh crash bandicoot insane trilogy reboot so and they did a great job with that it did a fantastic that job was a with huge that. win that was a huge win for crash bandicoot fans and they they just it it so they already have a resume of showing they can be true to the original game yeah. while still yeah. bringing Elevating it into the it. new age. Exactly. And when I, I just watched a Jack Black's video on YouTube about this. Oh, oh my god. It was it was so good. He recorded <laughs> it before Corona, but go ahead, sorry. Right. No, literally like when you sent that to me. Oh yeah, you I did and send I just it to you. straight up talked about how how great would it be to be Jack Black's kid. Mm-hmm. And just like hanging out with Tony Hawk, yeah. And your dad is Jack Black. Dad's just like playing video games no with biggie. Tony Hawk, playing t- as Tony Hawk with Tony Hawk, like like it's my brain melted. Like Kareem when I Ka- saw that video, Kareem Campbell was there, Alyssa Steamer was yep. there, Jeff Rowley was there, yeah. Freaking Rodney Mullen was there. It's just like, oh, like, yeah. ugh, to be Tony Jack Black's kid, to be. I know. Ugh, it just was like to be Jack Black. Like honestly, I just think it's like so cool that he's even got a YouTube channel now. Mm-hmm. That he's that he didn't even call Jack Black like it's Jablinski Games. Yeah. Like it's straight up like I remember when he put out his first YouTube video and I was like Jack Black is just such a cool dude. <laughs> yeah. Like he's just such a fucking baller dude. Mm-hmm. He's so cool. So. I don't know. I just think that this is like a real win. This is a big, big win for fans of the Tony Hawk Pro Skater Skate Games. This is definitely like the kind of announcement that people were looking for. I think a lot of people are excited for other announcements, but 
nostalgia is such a big selling feature nowadays mm-hmm. and the fact that you know these companies are realizing that all they really have to do is remaster a game and they will get exactly what they want mm-hmm. in terms of reactions from the fan base like that why wouldn't more companies do that they saw success with the spyro remaster they saw success with the crash bandicoot remaster there have obviously been some remasters that haven't been successful but overall on the whole if there is a remaster there is an audience for it because there is such a want for nostalgia especially in these times it's true it's it's very true it almost seems like the big devs even nintendo and sony i mean sony is kind of separate from it but my argument was going to be that they're leaving the new original ips to the smaller devs which i don't think is a terrible idea because then they can eventually bring them into the fold um i mean we're still seeing like like ghost of tsushima Tsushima drop this week oh my god it looks so good it looks gorgeous it looks absolutely gorgeous the black and white mode oh my god my heart melted it was just it it reminded me it, it it I may be incorrect in saying this, but I feel like it took some nods from Breath of the Wild. Um, interesting. That's it, an interesting... It just... Interesting. Only in the sense that, like, Breath of the Wild was the first open game, open world game that I can remember playing or being a part of or seeing people play that didn't have, like, map indicators as to where to go. You know, like mm-hmm. in Assassin's Creed or in Grand Theft Auto, where you like you have to open yeah. the map and then you're like, okay, here's all these things I gotta do. Even in like uh in Spider Man, it was kinda like that too. Witcher is is like that. That's true. Witcher does that. You can go wherever the fuck you want. Like there's obviously like indicated quests, mm-hmm. but you can really just hop on roach and go wherever you want it's true in witcher i mean although there are different like continents that you can go on that require loading screens whereas breath of the wild doesn't i meant are no loading screens unless you go into a shrine i meant in the sense that like you can just completely yeah you drop into the world and then you look at something and you're like oh i want to go there like that's how they indicate you to go and and play the game yeah um and i feel like speaking of breath of the wild really briefly I beat Ganon last night. You beat Ganon last night? I beat Ganon last night Holy on my first shit. try. Fuck yeah. On my first try. Good for first you. First try. Good for you. <laughs> Thank you. How Thank crazy you. was, if you haven't played Breath of the Wild, it's going to get a little spoilery, but yeah. just fair warning. If you haven't yeah. played Breath of the Wild, I don't know why the fuck you're listening to this podcast. Yeah, you should exactly. go stop and go play Breath of the Wild right now. Yeah, um, skip like a minute ahead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, how like did your mind blow when he turned into the like ganon beast monster with legs and you had to run around and shoot him and that was the easiest part of the fight it was pretty easy but i did not get so like basically i i was not so i had seen dark beast ganon before but Mm -hmm. i thought dark beast ganon was a part of the dlc for some reason Mm. so when i went in to fight calamity ganon I was like, okay, yeah, there's going to be like two phases, I assumed. I I was I had not been spoiled for Calamity Ganon at all. Okay. I like deliberately did not spoil myself for Calamity Ganon nice. because I wanted the battle to be a surprise. So the whole stream like yesterday, I was like, do not spoil Calamity Ganon for me because like I have not been spoiled for him. So then I beat Calamity Ganon and I was like, did I beat the game? Like that seemed relatively too short. Like that seemed too short. And then I got teleported out and it was Dark Beast. And I was like, 
oh, it's not DLC. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. I mean, like, Ganon, like, I don't know. Like, it wasn't particularly difficult. Like, it was not a fucking hard fight. That was one of my my s- complaints about the game is you- like I went in very prepared and I had more trouble going into fucking get Ganon than fighting Ganon. Yeah. Beating some of the blight Ganons, the Ganon blights was harder than beating actual Ganon. Right. I mean, I didn't even find the blights that hard. Yeah. They weren't really that hard, but like three of them I beat on the first try and I'm shitty at video games. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean, you also like, I think, you particularly prepared exactly and that's yeah. i think that's natural for your personality but like it is i went into the fucking uh the the mifa ganon i can't remember the name of water it. blight yeah water blight ganon and yeah. i was i think i got my ass kicked there i also got my ass kicked by the thunder blight ganon because <laughs> i went there second that was my oh, second no. beast I went to. You went so to I had like and got your day fucked mm-hmm. up by what Thunderblight. I Jesus. had like seven hearts going into that fight and like no no scaling oh whatsoever. So oh my God. yeah, that one was pretty difficult. Um, I mean like I say it was so easy, but I also literally unlocked the entire map before I even went for one divine beast. Yeah, that okay. That's so. Yeah, that that was that kind of my strategy, right? Like that was my strategy from the beginning. You know, I will unlock the whole map because mm-hmm. everybody was like playing up the divine beasts as if they were super difficult. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to make sure I was super prepared for it. That's fair. And then I go in. I have absolutely everything unlocked, and then I get to fucking water blight, and I'm like, this really isn't that bad. Water <laughs> blight was the only one I died on. Yeah. I died one time or two times and I was like, oh, okay, I get this now. I understand. Right. And then I just did not die the rest of the time fighting any of them. Yeah. It's, I mean, what they should have done is they should have had the bosses scale at that point. Right. You know, exactly. Like, like it should have been a little more fucking difficult for me. They kind of stayed the same, like the enemies in the world scale, but the bosses didn't scale at that point, which, yeah, I don't know. We're on a pretty deep Zelda tangent, but I'm cool with it. I ran away from that Lionel. In, uh, oh yeah, that's Hyrule right. Castle. Yeah, you, I. Oh so, no, in Hyrule Castle, I didn't see that. In one. Hyrule yeah, Castle, yeah, yeah. so they're like, as you're like running up the pathway, you're like almost at the end of the pathway to get to Calamity Ganon, and you walk into this like it's like one of the bridge houses basically, mm-hmm. and all of the doors shut, and there's a white Lionel. <laughs> yeah, yep. I was like, nope, I'm out. <laughs> Goodbye. Ran away, <laughs> yeeted away. <laughs> like I was not having any of that fight. No. Thank you. <laughs> I got so scared when that happened when I'm like, holy shit. Da, 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 yeah. da, 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 da. Oh <laughs> shit. All the doors. Like I, I'll find the, I'll find the section of the stream and send it to you. Cause I'm literally like, Oh no, 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 no. Oh no, 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 no. Like it was like sheer panic. <laughs> and then I like raviolis gailed up and like hid and like ran away, which I call him ravioli now, not Rivali. Yeah. That's, that's the, that was not a slip up. That's what I call him. No, now. I get it. Yeah. You definitely didn't invent that one, but, it's no i know i didn't i saw it on the internet and absolutely stole it from yeah, someone else very good and i won't even lie anyways 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 we're, we're, we're talking about open world games basically yes um and ghost of tashima looks amazing it does look really good it's and it is going to be running on unreal 5 which is. we need to talk about we do need to talk about that as well because that so, was also part of the summer games fest yeah so part of the summer games fest was the launch of the unreal engine 5 which has been kind of in talks for a really long time you know we've been getting kind of tidbits of it everybody doesn't know how to shut the fuck up about how much they hate epic games 
We've talked about our perspective on that before. Yeah. But um, the perspective is get a job. Epic bad. Yeah, get a job. (laughs) That's the perspective. Move on with your life. Exactly. (laughs) Find other things to be angry about. There's Mm -hmm. a whole world worth of things to be angry about. Especially Um, now. (laughs) Holy shit, right? So basically they launched Unreal Engine 5. And um, they did that the day after Tony Hawk Pro Skater. And it basically was like kind of a video that it kind of looked like a stargate like if i'm being honest it was a straight up demo they said that in the yeah, presentation it was a demo but it looked like a stargate so stargate game confirmed i mean what um I, I so was but really it looks hoping fucking that the, beautiful it it really looks gorgeous i mean like they stunning they talked a lot about some of the technical things which yeah. most people like your average consumer doesn't give a fuck about. Right? I don't give a shit. I just want it to look nice. Exactly. Like it looks prettier than Unreal Four, and that's yeah. that's that's really what it seems like they're trying to go for. Though what yeah. I thought was interesting was the um, the seamless epic Unreal platform, which is going to be available on on every machine. Is what they're talking about: PC, Xbox, PlayStation, even Nintendo Switch. Which yeah. hopefully will be able to run Unreal Five. I mean, it's running Unreal I'll Four. I'll fucking believe it when I see it. It's running Unreal Four, but but it's... at what cost is it running Unreal Four? Yeah, I mean, like at what cost? It's true. Like more than more than anything, uh, the Switch. Like I remember, Snake Pass was a game that came out like right at the Switch's release that was running on Unreal Four. That had I don't know what that is. True. It was it was just a it was kind of like a. 3d action platformer where you get to play as a snake and you like wrap yourself around poles and have kind of physics-based puzzles like that why are platformers so whack it's just you know what (laughs) banjo kazooie set the tone for that they're so fucking whack dude they set the tone for that i fucking hate them yeah it's so funny it's so funny platformers are not friends (laughs) i know you do i'm just like i like celeste it's nice other platformers, I'd literally rather play anything else. <laughs> like, literally, I would rather play seven hours of a Civ Five game, which I've re-gotten into Civilization, by the way. I, see, this is the thing. Like, I love Civ. I can't tell you how strong, like, why Tony Hawk was so successful is because people like you and people like me are going back hardcore to the games yeah. that they remember oh, or the yeah. games they haven't played yet or the games that oh, they've heard yeah. about for a really long time. Like, weren't you selling, telling me you, you went back and started playing RuneScape? Yeah, I used to love RuneScape. I used to play RuneScape all the time with my brother. And like a month and a half ago, we were like, what if we just downloaded RuneScape? <laughs> like, what if... And so we did. <laughs> what if we... That's like the TikTok. I'm not going to do it, girl. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I did it. No, nah, no, nah, don't worry. I ain't going to do it. Okay, girl, don't do it. I did it. Yeah, yeah literally. <laughs> that's that's me. That was that was me and my brother, like, straight up. He was like, because he got a PC, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, well, you know, like, we can play WoW, we can play this. He was like, bro, RuneScape. Bro. And I was like, bro, <laughs> RuneScape. And then we both bought, like, we didn't have to buy it because old school RuneScape is free. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just, I like, it was straight up, like, nostalgia for when I was 12. Hmm? The clicky. I can just hear oh, the clicky. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I'm playing I'm playing with a 
lipstick. Oh, okay, yeah. My bad. <laughs> You're okay. like, stop like, fucking stop clicking, doing Victoria. That. Yeah. <laughs> I like do things. I'm I'm really bad about like wanting to do things with my hands. So like a lot of times I'll sit here doing this. I always the podcast. hear it. I always <laughs> hear it every episode, and now I can see it. And now I'm like, just don't do that. Just stop doing that. Discord, Discord. <laughs> so you guys know, Discord has video now. <laughs> And we were like, let's turn on video for when we're doing our call. Mm -hmm. And so now Zay's seeing all the wild (laughs) shit that I do while I'm sitting at my desk recording this because I don't know how to sit with my two hands normally like a human. Okay. Fuck. Anyways, and real five. Wait, no. (laughs) It's going to be real funny because there's sometimes I know when you're not listening to what I'm saying and you completely tune out. That's not true. Mm. That's not true. Mm. I don't think so. Mm. Okay, I won't say that's never happened. <laughs> okay, thank you. At least it's definitely an... happened once or twice, <laughs> but it's not a regular occurrence. No, not a regular occurrence. No, it like it's very rare, and it's usually at the end of the episode. And I know, I'm, like, you'll catch on the last sentence or last few words of it, and then be like, right, 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 right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And respond to that, which is totally oh. a technique I use. But I'm probably at the point where I have to pee. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> But now you'll be able to witness it. But now I can see it. I'll be like, yeah, pay exactly. the fuck attention. Class is in <laughs> session. Like, Victoria, I'm speaking. <laughs> <laughs> I digress. Yeah. Unreal 5 looks really, really interesting. It does. Um, um, is, I'm, is I'm looking forward to it. As part of the announcements for this, they just dropped this like banger of an announcement earlier like earlier last night basically that they're trying to encourage indie devs so much to Mm -hmm. participate this is epic by the way this is epic which owns unreal yes um that well no this is unreal which so it's basically the same thing but it's the licensing like epic owns unreal so you would have to like if you develop something on unreal 4 you would have to pay them. Yeah, there's a licensing fee if you're yes. selling your game using Unreal Engine. Exactly. Previously, exactly. the licensing fee was a 5% royalty after your game earns 3000 a quarter. And yeah. now they're trying to encourage so much indie devs, and I'm sure encourage them to come to the Epic Games platform. 100%. That they're, they're saying that the licensing fee, you owe $0, and you Which can use amazing. Unreal completely free until your yeah. game earns a million dollars. And this is Unreal 4. This is Unreal 4, which Yeah, so they haven't have made any assume. announcements. Yeah. Sure. Like, they haven't made any official announcements for Unreal 5. Yep. But I would be very surprised if they didn't have some sort of... Maybe it won't be, like, up to a million for Unreal 5. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, Unreal 4 is coming up to the end of its life cycle. So, you know, they're probably trying to encourage people to continue to use it and continue to kind of make money off of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Epic's doing a really good job lately. They are bringing a lot of things to their platform. Like right now, GTA 5 is free. Exactly. That's... Until the 21st, which I think the episode will be out. Yeah. So the episode, you're, you're listening to this episode on the 19th. Um, on May 21st, GTA 5 will no longer be free on the Epic Games Store. So go get um, it. Go and get it. It's the it's like the one special edition where you get like a million in do- in in game dollars. Like it's it's completely free to get GTA 5. So, they're doing a lot of things to bring people to their platform. I know lots of people are playing games like Fortnite right now. Um they just have a lot of stuff going on and it's so weird because like last year we talked about how Epic was transitioning over to, you know, having more games, you know, when the Borderlands 3 announcement came out and 
it's really interested to see in that 365 days how much they've done. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot. It's it really a lot is. that they've done. So it's it's impressive seeing the the kind of like progression that they've made in just a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is going to be huge because a big problem with, you know, development is that indie devs can't afford this kind of stuff, yep. right? Like, how would they normally be able to afford using Unreal Engine 4? And now these guys from Epic are basically like, listen, you can just use it until you make a million dollars. It doesn't talk about what the deal is after the million dollars, right? but that's still really great. A million dollars is a lot for an indie dev. Watch, they're right? like, once you make a million dollars, then you it's owe 50%. us a million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then you actually owe us... Uh, 50% of all of your earnings. No, like, that, just, I don't think that's the case. No, uh, I, it's good <laughs> but, in general, like we've said plenty of times on the podcast before, to have yeah. competition, especially in the PC space. Yes, um, 100%. You're seeing it with, like, the Xbox Game Pass. They've established yeah. themselves as a store, and they have tons of great games on the platform. Um, yeah. Still not in the same vein as, like, Epic and Steam, which I think you can put at the same level now. Um, I would, yeah, it's, at this point. I mean, Tony Or Hawk, at least close. Yes. Close. Yeah, at least like... Right? Like, I still think Steam's <clears throat> up there, but sure. nobody's looking to Steam exclusively anymore, right. whereas this time last year, it was Steam's world. We just lived in it. Right, absolutely. You know what I mean? And, so, uh, like, Tony Hawk specifically didn't mention they're going to be... They're going to be out on PC, but they didn't mention Steam. They're going to be out on the Epic Games Store, which yeah. is... That's where I'm going to fucking buy it. I'll buy it, 100%. Mm-hmm. 100%. And you know what? Another juxtaposition between last year and this year... People aren't being pissy about the fact that it's on the Epic Game Store. It's true. Like when Borderlands 3 was announced and it was going to be on the Epic Game Store for like six months exclusively and everyone was being a prima donna about it. lost their minds. We were like, shut up, just wait, right? And then like now Tony Hawk is like, yeah, it'll be on the Epic Store and everyone's like, fucking sick. Right? Yeah. (laughs) No problem. Nobody cares anymore. Literally forgot all about it. It's exactly. Almost it straight like up doesn't it matter. Took a real world problem for people hmm. to think, "Hey, guess what? Wow. These things that I complain about all fucking day long Whoa. are not problems." That's some big brain thinking right there. <laughs> That's some big brain thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of big brain thinking, let's talk about the casting for the Mandalorian this week. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Because it is big brain thinking. So, obviously Mandalorian season 2 is happening. They've been doing some amazing casting. They cast Ahsoka Tano already, which, like, there are no words to describe how excited I am that they are taking characters from the animated shows and bringing them into the real-life shows. Makes a lot of sense, and it's really good. I'm so stoked. The first announcement that we got this week was Katie Sackhoff being um, uh, cast as Bo-Katan. This is the interesting thing. She has been the voice of Bo-Katan for eight years. Um, So she has been Bo-Katan already and then they just said you know what let's like actually just like properly hire her <laughs> um a lot of people had a feeling that Bo-Katan was going to be coming and we're not really going to talk spoilers for any Clone Wars or Rebels um but we are going to mention that at the end of season one of The Mandalorian if you haven't finished it skip the next minute because this is going to be a spoiler um Moff Gideon emerges from his TIE fighter with a Darksaber and the Darksaber is Bo-Katan's Darksaber. So, uh, well, allegedly Bo-Katan's Darksaber, but like oh. it's Bo-Katan's Darksaber. Okay, see, I um, didn't get that. I was just like, oh, he's got a lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That no, was so my level you, of understanding of it. When you watch Clone Wars mm-hmm. and Rebels, you actually see 
the Darksaber. Okay. Um, and you learn a lot about the Darksaber, which um, kind of started off with, oh shit, what's the family called? I forget. The oh, Skywalkers. No. no, it wasn't a Skywalker. The oh, Clausen family. Yes, exactly. Oh my God. Clausen for president. Um, who was Vizla? The Vilas. Oh, the right. Vilas. Pizza yes. time. Tarvila. Um, so he, they, it was the Vilas, and then, you know, we're not going to talk about what happens, but a lot of people were like, Bokatan's got to be in this now. Um, so then they cast Katie Sackhoff. And what's funny is in November of 2019, Katie Sackhoff tweeted, Gotta say today was pretty much a career high for me. One day soon you'll understand what I mean, but for right now, just know it's the coolest thing ever. And everyone thinks she that's when she got offered the role. For, that's cool. You know, you're the voice of Bo-Katan. You know, Bo-Katan already kind of looks like you because you've been voicing her for this whole time. Um, can you just be Bo-Katan in Mando? And uh, so she got she got cast, which is amazing. Um, so we know Bo-Katan's going to be in season two. And then last night, Zay sent me that Timothy Oliphant is also joining the Mandalorian. I love him. He's okay? so good. Holy shit, Justified is such a good show, and people sleep on it all the time, but it I've is so well done. Still never watched it, but always heard great oh, things. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Um, but Timothy Oliphant is wonderful, great actor. Nobody knows what role he's in, though. Mm-hmm. So whereas when the Katie Sackhoff announcement came out, it came out in conjunction with the role that she was being you know, cast for, which is Bo-Katan, which I think people would have rioted if she had been hired as anything but Bo-Katan. But um, with this role, nobody knows who, like, who Timothy Oliphant is going to be playing. Wait we a second. We just know he's going to be in it. This article from yesterday says that Rosario Dawson is going to be a Sokotano. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying the the um. The new girl oh. we were just talking about is Ahsoka Tano. Did no. I get very confused? Yes. Okay. So Ros- Rosario Dawson was cast as Ahsoka Tano months and months and months ago. Okay. Great casting decision, in my opinion. Bo-Katan. All right. All right. Now I got it. Bo-Katan. I'm on the right page, right? Star it's Wars all names. All right. It's all good. <laughs> They're a lot, okay? And yep. if you're not, like, entrenched in the Star Wars universe, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Bo-Katan, different character. Katie Sackhoff has voiced her since like for eight years back on track um, all right yeah so Bo-Katan is totally different she's actually related to Satine I'm not gonna get into it got it got it we're got not it. getting into it um anyways so we don't know who Timothy Oliphant is gonna be playing but we know he's gonna be in it and that's all that matters for me probably Han Solo I think that's the only thing that makes sense <laughs> oh yeah for yep. sure yeah mm-hmm. yeah definitely totally Timothy just Oliphant is Han Solo bring him back I'm so dead <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, like, there's definitely, um, apparently, like, Boba Fett's coming back, too. hmm Or someone under a familiar suit. But, I don't know. I'm just excited. Like, you know, we talked a lot about The Mandalorian when it first came out. Mm-hmm. But I actually have no words to describe how much I love The Mandalorian. It's um, it's, it's one so of the well done. best like, Star Wars productions I think I've ever seen, to be honest. 100%. I've been saying this for a very long time. Like, there is so much amazing Star Wars content out of the movies, mm-hmm. outside of the movies. And I feel like with The Mandalorian, people are finally realizing that there's a lot of great Star Wars content. 
Like, it The me- Mandalorian really brought it to the forefront that, like, there is so much good Star Wars shit that isn't just, like, the Skywalker saga, right? It made me want to go and invest in taking time to watch, like, The Clone Wars and the it's other so series you were talking about, which it's I had so just good. completely written off because I was like, yeah. I don't have time. It's just too much. It kind of seemed like the animation was geared towards a kid's show when they first started marketing it, too. Which Yeah, and the first season's rough. Gotcha. It doesn't always right. turn me off because, like, I will try to give most things a chance, but it just, yeah. it turned me off for this one. I get that. And the first season is a lot. It's a, it's tough and it's rough, but it gets so much better. Mm-hmm. So I would recommend, like, especially if you are, like, wanting to really, like, if you're a person who really loved The Mandalorian and you really want to fucking understand what's going on with The Mandalorian, mm-hmm. um, it's it's really important for you to watch there's like so many things that you learn that like, you know, you just wouldn't know about. And I think it would be really like Ahsoka Tano will hit different mm-hmm. in the Mandalorian. If you already know who she is. Got it. Okay. Right. And she's one of the main characters in Clone Wars. I love Ahsoka Tano so much. And uh, she's just like such a fantastic character and I just highly recommend it. So um, with all of these casting decisions being made for the Mandalorian and the fact that they are bringing more and more characters from these animated shows, I just can't encourage everyone enough to, to watch them Mm -hmm. and, and get a sense of what they're like. It's short episodes. Like you can literally, like they're 20 minute episodes. You can muck three in an hour. Like it's very, very easy to watch the Clone Wars and, uh, I love doing it while I play something like Stardew Valley. Nice. Yeah. Right. So it's really good. Okay. I highly recommend it. You know Anyways, what? Let's talk about Paper Mario. I was going to say, you know what else is really good <laughs> is Nintendo dropping completely unprompted. No, 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 no preface. Nothing. It's just like it just this. This proves over and over and over again that when Nintendo leaks something, we're putting major air quotes if you could see the video right now. Which for the first time ever we can see each we other can doing see the each air other quotes. Doing it. Now we're doing it together and it's yeah, super exactly. fun. Exactly. <laughs> it's very great. <laughs> uh when they leak something, it's definitely yeah. an intended leak because they hundred percent. Th- this is dropping in they two kept months. This shit on lock, and dude. No one heard about it whatsoever. They kept this shit on lock. There was no hints about this Nothing. in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. And so this comes out in two months on July yep. 17th, which is also yep. the same date that Ghost of Tsushima is coming out. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's going to be a big, big day on Twitch, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. It's going to be, it's it's like when uh, Diablo in Animal Crossing came out. It's just like <laughs> two completely different worlds. And somehow yes. these are going to like come together. Yes, Paper exactly. Mario, like wielding a katana, like riding on the back of a horse. Yes, exactly. 100%. <laughs> I mean, like, I, my, personally, I don't have much stake in this. Mm -hmm. I don't, I, there's not a single part of me that gives a shit, (laughs) but that's me. It's so funny too, because like, I am not a fan of JRPGs. Like it just has never interested me. And I always find it slow moving and just like, I don't care enough about the characters to get invested in it, but yeah. I fucking love Paper Mario. It's one yeah. of it's one of my favorite like RPG series of all time. It, the original, which it was based off of, was developed by Square, which is the like JRPG the Final Fantasy people. Yeah, like that's that is what you think of when it comes to that. And this, yeah, oh yeah, this is also using Unreal Five, and it mm-hmm. looks absolutely gorgeous. 
which like blows my fucking mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, well, Ghost then... of Tsushima, Unreal Five, Paper Mario. <laughs> oh, that means it's on the Switch already. That's what I was just gonna say. That just. Yep. Big brain thinking right here. Just clicked. all of our brain cells working together. Mm-hmm. All three of them between all... the two of us. Yep. <laughs> You've got two and a half. I've got. <laughs> One half of one. I was going to give each of us one and a half. That's I was going to consider it there. I'll be You've honest. Got all of your brain cells are Mario. Yep. <laughs> it's all Mario brain cells and Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Yep, that's it. That's literally oh it right God. now. Oh, my God. It looks really know. gorgeous. The story looks snappy. Yeah. The writing is always cool with stuff like this. Um, I'm just being a dick. Yeah, no, it's fine. No, I get it. You don't You don't prefer it. That's, I don't give a fuck. Oh, no, I didn't even... See, that was my half brain cell not even realizing that you were insulting me. I was like, but, but Mario... <laughs> And Tony Hawk, you mentioned two things that I really like, so I'm going to keep talking no, about them. No, I wasn't them. insulting you. <laughs> no, I just find it hard to care about this because, like, I don't, like, oh. my friend lent me Thousand Year Door once, mm-hmm. and I just was like, I don't like it. That's <laughs> such, such a good game. When? That's such a I know, I know, and that's just... what everyone is like. It's so good, Victoria, and I'm like, I don't think any less of me could care <laughs> like and i know that's a hot take that might be the hottest take i've said on this fucking podcast i feel the same way about mass effects to be honest yeah exactly right and, so and what we're gonna talk about in a little while i just yes don't what give a, a shit call exactly right <laughs> so but 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 i can appreciate that everyone is super excited for this and honestly there have always been comments like on like Nintendo Directs, like next Paper Mario when? When's the next Paper mm-hmm. Mario? Paper Mario, baby, let's go. When? When's the sequel to Thousand Year Door? Like, like all of these these things that that people have been waiting for, right? And and obviously people really really like it. And yeah, it's real cute. Like it's cute. Yeah. And it's it does fine. look crisp. It does look very crisp. I think I think for you, if you tried this, maybe you'll like it like you like Link's Awakening. And I know yes. those are like two totally different things, but but it's cute. Link's Awakening is cutesy. Link's Awakening is super cutesy, and they've been going yeah. for this for a little while now with like Yoshi's Crafted yeah. World, and yeah, which people love. Yeah, it was cute. It's super easy, super simple game. Um, but like the one thing I definitely want to talk about with this is not even has to do with Paper Mario. First of all, okay. is what it means for that means that the the june e3 time direct this Mm -hmm. was not good enough to make the cut which means potentially there's some what's coming there's some big shit on the radar because we Mm -hmm. still after this have no idea about what's coming which which apparently i didn't even think of that Mm -hmm. oh my god i didn't even think of that because they were like we'll drop this and it's not gonna be in the big summer direct Oh my god, what the fuck is going to be in the Big Summer Direct then? So my... You think it's going to be Metroid. That's why... So if you watch the trailer for Origami King... I'm seeing it right now. There is one point where Mario is wearing this like big paper mache Samus hat. And he's like using his gun as an arm and someone is like making fun of him. And I know... I kind of know Nintendo's thinking. And my Nintendoil hat just started (laughs) ringing when that started happening. I put on... It's like, uh, wait. What is going on? We haven't heard anything about Metroid for yeah. two years now. And yeah. not since E3 two years ago. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I guess three years ago now. Because, yeah. so, 
Well, I remember you being let down last year. Yeah. They didn't talk about it. Yeah. I, I mean, I thought they would have announced something, but that means that they've had two years to do the redevelopment of Metroid Prime yeah. 4, which is not so we'll definitely like hear something. a whole lot of time, but this is me thinking that that's what's going to be happening Why next. would they put that there otherwise? Exactly. It's an Easter egg for sure. Exactly. It has to like, be. Like, without question. Nintendo they don't do, do anything shit like not that. deliberately. Exactly. exactly. Everything they do is deliberate. From leaks to, to when things are launched to when things are announced. Mm-hmm. Everything is done deliberately. And um, having an Easter egg like that is definitely a deliberate move on their part, and I'm not even going to pretend that it's not. When it definitely it, is. When it drops, you can tweet mm-hmm. at me or tweet at the Geek Digest and say, Zaphod, you were right. Exactly. Yeah. You're going to look at me, and you're going to tell me that I'm wrong? <laughs> you're going to tell me I'm wrong, bro? <laughs> she came, she came down, down in a bubble, bubble. bro. <laughs> <laughs> I love that uh, so much it's like one of the first tiktoks i ever her saw her sister was a witch <laughs> now what was her sister oh my god a it's princess so good. <laughs> exactly oh my god and i literally quote that all the time now and so many people in my life don't get it but if, if i say something and they say something back and i i'll literally look at them and be like am i wrong <laughs> you did that you're on gonna look at me and me tell me that chat. i'm wrong <laughs> it's like a real part of my life which um, if you don't know the reference seems like a very aggressive affront to right, somebody she's very me yep. <laughs> <laughs> very 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 fireside victoria but if you know the meme you're like her sister was a witch <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh it's oh. so good Anyways, let's talk really quickly, really, really quickly um, about just like a dumbass thing that I saw that is just so fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. I'm so sick of Bioware right now. And that's like the first time I've ever said that because I really love Bioware. But like they literally just won't let Anthem die. <laughs> they just won't let it die. And I don't know why. And I felt like it was pertinent to mention this because basically what happened was last year they released a game called Anthem and it sucked. Yeah, and it was... now they're revamping Anthem, and it's going to take a longer process than people were expecting. Just so like... they released a game that's <sighs> shit, and now they're like, oh, but we're going to, like, 30 of us are going to, like, remake it, and it'll be great. But just, it's still shit. Just make a new one. Like, Just fucking scrap it. Let it die. Let Anthem die. Like, I get that they want, like, their, their version of Destiny. They want to compete against Bungie. But from the launch, it has not been that. So I guess I just don't fucking know what they're expecting here. And it's just ridiculous. Like, I saw this and was like, this is the dumbest thing I've heard in a very long time. Like, we're going to update you in blog updates, live streams, artwork on social media. And the occasional feed of me curled up in a ball crying in the corner. (laughs) What does that even mean? And all of the comments are pretty, like, consistently, like, why don't you just let this die? And I think it's because they want it to be the next destiny. It's the I think they're in the sunk cost fallacy at this point. Yeah, like, exactly. They believe they put too much time and resources to not let yeah. this game turn profitable, and one hundred percent gonna just completely turn a one eighty on it, and it's gonna die. It's not gonna fucking happen. No, it's gonna. They're crash gonna keep and putting burn. money in, and it's gonna keep dying because I don't think like like Anthem was such a failure. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a way to recover it. You know what I mean? I mean, okay, so if I'm well, playing... Well, they did it with No Man's Sky. That's exactly what I was going to say. 
That's exactly what I was going to say. There's, they there's, nailed it with No Man's Sky. There's precedent for it. And there's a pretty yeah. fairly thriving community that continues to play that game. And they revamped it. They brought some good stuff. Um, and as long I mean, as the revamped like, No Man's Sky was way better than the original. I never played either. But I remember when the shit hit the fan when it first yeah. came out. And it was yeah. a classic case of overpromise and underdeliver. Exactly. And it just was developers that had no idea what they were fucking doing because they'd never made 100%. a game before. Um, right. But now people, you don't hear about it anymore because people th- have a good time with it. And exactly. They play it and they have fun. So there's potential because there's yeah. precedent for it to be okay and moving forward. Does that mean it's going to be? I don't really know. Time will tell. I don't know either. But at the same time, like, just just let it die. It's fine. Just Honestly, make, make... I don't think anyone's going to be upset if you let it die. No, like, just make so many other shooter games. Make Anthem 2 or whatever, you know? Exactly. Like, just, I don't know. It's... Uh. And the fact that they're selling it like this, like, yeah, we're going to make it better for you guys, but we literally don't have a timeline for you. Mm -hmm. Like, that just is going to upset people more. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not... Ugh. It's so stupid. Only the people that are already interested in Anthem, which they're sure they've lost, care about it, which is a fraction of their original marketed audience. Exactly. Like, how many people are playing Anthem right now? I... I not many. I'm curious, actually. Let's see on Twitch. Oh, true. What the viewership is for it. Don't worry. I'll look it up because the meese running your internet can't. Uh, oh, Anthem has 16 viewers on Twitch right now. Mass Effect 3 has 21. <laughs> Let's see how many Mass Effect 2 has. 37. <laughs> Let's see how many the original Mass Effect has. 59. <laughs> it's a 13-year-old game, and it's got way more than Anthem. Let it die. Let Anthem die. Let it be free, please, for the love of all things good. There's there's more people watching the original Tony Hawk Pro Skater right now. <laughs> Fuck. Than there is watching oh, Anthem. There's my God. 24 people watching Tony Hawk Pro Skater, the original. Holy shit. There's 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 more people watching Civ 5. <laughs> which is a literal like fucking I played it when I was in university. <laughs> like I I vividly remember because like there was one class that I just straight up did not enjoy the lecture for. Mm-hmm. And I would go every week. Why did I even go? I don't know. But I would go every week and just play Civ the whole time. That's like I mean, <sighs> I get that. That's great. It's not my finest moment. That's great, because then maybe you absorb something by, like, you know, osmosis. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's like, I just saw the tick. You know the TikTok with the sound of, like, a rocket taking off that people talk yeah. about their laptops running something? Yeah. It's like, it was yes. a bunch of people in a class, like, looking around at this girl, and she's like, me running Minecraft on my Mac when yes. I'm in the middle yeah. of a lecture. <laughs> My favorite ones are me trying to power up The Sims 3 and Google Chrome. (laughs) The Sims 3 was so bad for processing power. Like, they did not have it, like, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, it was not efficient. Not optimized at all? That's the word I was looking for. It was Mm -hmm. not optimized whatsoever. So, like, my computer was really good back then. And whenever I put Sims 3 in, my computer was, like, like, (laughs) freaking out. I was like, why is this happening? This is the Sims fucking (laughs) 3. I digress. On that note, um, we're going to end this week's episode of the Geek Digest. 
Um, not ending it on a cheek clapping note this week. Oh, that was so good um, though. Which, fuck, I died. Well, I technically, died last week. by saying that, now you're ending it now on it a cheek clapping note. Exactly. So. You see right through me. Um, anyways. Uh, I wanted to say thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Geek Digest podcast. We are at the Geek Digest on Twitter, and we've actually been tweeting lately. Yeah, we have good content. Round of applause. Follow us. Um, we've been, yeah, follow us on, on Twitter. That's kind of where you get updates um, for kind of what is going on and what the podcast will be about this week before it comes out. Also, um, just wanted oh, yes. to direct people. We are now making, uh, for things that we don't necessarily talk about on the podcast yeah. or things that we pick up during the week, we are posting yeah. news articles on thegeekdigest.com. So yeah. if you want to check those out and, you know, have a different source or if you want to send us things during the week that you don't think yeah. we talk about on the podcast, but you want to see us do a little blurb about make sure you check the geekdigest.com slash new excuse me the geekdigest.net slash news exactly we we can't cover everything obviously in mm -hmm. this episode in in a one hour episode of a podcast and there's obviously a lot more news that we have to miss out on so we have to kind of curate it um every week so um i i will cut a lot of things out and we've been doing this podcast for so long now that zay kind of knows exactly like what we're going to not do from the get-go, even though we send each other the links. Mm -hmm. So um, we will be posting those on occasion. Also, if you come across a shit post of the week, feel free to send it to us. We haven't found a good shit post of the week in a while. It's been a while. Um, but I would like another shit post of the week. Yeah, I wanna, we definitely I want to laugh. I want to laugh about horse games. Yeah, we need one for sure. <laughs> <laughs> or Jeff Bezos shoe size. Um, that oh, one was so good. good. I was one. thinking about it the other day. <laughs> I was thinking too. about how great that was the other day. It was so good. Um, anyways, um, my name is Victoria. You can follow me at Victoria Shaz. My name is Zafod. You can follow me at Zafod everywhere. And I hope you have a wonderful morning, noon, night, evening, whatever time it is, wherever you are. And, and stay, stay geeky. geeky. Bye, friends. Bye, guys. Bye.